Wisp Preppers, we are back and better than ever. Episode three. What didn't we talk about this time? We're going to touch base on the greatest thing we saw, all the places we traveled, meeting a couple of super fans. We give you the answer to last week's nickname game, give you a preview and post Lou, if that's even a word, to girls or boys state. And we jump into a little bit of the other sports that goes on. Sit back, get yourself ready to get the new nickname game. And here we go for episode three. Prep fans, we are ready for episode three. Remember, we're just a couple of guys who like Wisconsin high school sports. I'm Clay. And Brock. And we had a great weekend. We were able to travel about 260 miles and saw a number of games. Speaking of seeing stuff, we always like to start off our podcast with the best thing we saw. Brock, I'm going to throw it out to you. What's the best thing you saw? One of the best things that I saw this week was a video on Twitter that was circulating, got about 11,000 views the last I saw. It was a video of Lake Mills uh, getting off a buzzer beater to beat uh, Martin Luther Friday night in a regional semi. I believe it was Adam Moen that hit the shot. Um, Somebody please correct us if we're wrong, but they hit an off-balance fadeaway three uh, place went crazy, and they advanced to play Racine State Cats on Saturday night in a regional final. And speaking of seeing that, that was downtown. He was off balance toward the sideline. Nothing easy about that shot. Money. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the best thing that I saw, being in education a long time, I got to tell you that um, there are so many behind-the-scene people that take care of everything to make things go. Huge shout out to Hamilton High School, HHS Charger Hoops. They took a picture of the regional championship trophy with their custodian. And custodians always clean up. They always set up. But just a really cool gesture on the Hamilton coach's part to get them some recognition. And that was the coolest thing that I saw. Now, From the nickname game, back in episode two, we threw out Delavan Darian of the Southern Lakes Conference. Brock, you want to reveal to the people what their nickname is? Yes, they are the Comets, and they actually had a really nice, uh, one of the two lowest seeds to win on Tuesday night in a regional corner final. They were an 11 seed and beat six-seeded conference foe Waterford. So we did not know that, obviously, last Sunday when we did this, but they made a nice little run uh, this week, and they are the Comets. And just for the people that care, what colors are they? Blue and gold. Blue and gold. So, boy, we meet a lot of people in our travels, so we want to give a shout-out to some Wiss Preps super fans, and that is Mike and Sarah Appleby. You can find Sarah 
on Twitter at mom2page51204, and you can find Mike at M-B-E-E-Z-1-1. They saw four games in two days. They were in Shyocton, traveled to Green Bay West, then they went to Ashwaubenon, and they finally finished up with West Pier. And how awesome was that? So if you see us by chance out and about, please let us know. We're going to be at some games this coming weekend, and we certainly like to meet you, but that was awesome to meet Mike and Sarah Appleby. All right, it's that time of the year again. We really are ready for girls' state basketball. What are a couple of things you're looking forward to, Brock? Well, I was fortunate to go to a sectional final on Saturday. I went to Pulaski against Beaver Dam at Ashwaubenon, which obviously Beaver Dam has won three state titles in a row, and that was something that a lot of people knew going in. It was a really full gym, uh, great environment. Pulaski was actually down 23-19 to at halftime, hit some foul trouble. Uh, Beaver Dam has has two guards and Maddie Wilkie and Jada Donaldson that were announced actually as first-team All-Staters today when that came out. Um, pressure was harassing all afternoon. Pulaski ended up getting beat by Beaver Dam 55-41. I think one thing that I'm, a couple things I'm looking forward to are teams that are expected to win and have been there. We obviously have some powerhouses, Aquinas in D4, Platteville's undefeated in D3. Everyone's been anticipating Hortonville Beaver Dam potentially playing Saturday night for a D2 title. Blackhawk and Clear Lake, both undefeated, could play for a state title on Saturday. So I'm really interested in seeing if everyone can hold serve. I think Division One is the deepest. Uh, one of the things going around Twitter on Saturday night after all the games are completed was how in the world do you seed Middleton, Bayport, Oconomowoc, and DSHA? I think... They got it right with Middleton 1. Obviously, it's the coaches voting, but Middleton 1, Bayport 2, Divine Savior, Holy Angels 3, and Oconomowoc 4. Uh, I think Division 4 championship could be really, really good between Aquinas and Melrose Mindoro. Mindoro has been the team that's played Aquinas a lot at the state tournament recently. And then for a semifinal game that I'm most intrigued about Thursday... We won't be there. We'll be at a sectional game, but Wrightstown and Lake Mills, two twenty-four and two teams on Thursday afternoon that have probably been the two best teams in the state, other than Platteville in Division Three all year. I think that's going to be a really, really good sectional final. And so, out of the, there were four undefeateds going into sectional finals, and three of them emerged, which we knew. Uh, yes, yeah, so three of them. We still have three undefeated left playing at state. Oneida Nation was upended by Newman Catholic at Bowler on Saturday afternoon. So Blackhawk and Clear Lake are the two undefeated teams in D5, and then Platteville undefeated in D4, uh, D3. Sorry. So always a uh, nice insight by you, Brock. A uh, couple of players, uh, overall divisions, a couple of players that maybe we don't know about or maybe ones that we do know about that you're ready to see. Really looking forward to seeing Mesa Bayam play for Melrose Mindoro, South Dakota State recruit. She's been on this stage before. Melrose played Aquinas at State last year. She's really carried their team. Looking forward to seeing her play. Uh, she was also announced as a first-team All-Stater today. Mackenzie Johnson for Bayport. 
Um, she's only a junior, I believe, and she was announced as a first-team All-Stater, too. There are just some serious studs going to be at the Rush Center. I would highly advise you to get out there if you can for a session or two. Uh, the state tournament never disappoints. And then, obviously, um, Losinger and Butler for Blackhawk, two Division One recruits. And then uh, Lexi Donarski, obviously the headliner, who's most likely going to win Miss Basketball on Saturday for Aquinas, trying to win her third state championship in four years. So a lot of lot of compelling storylines, um, compelling players, and really looking forward to uh, to getting over to Green Bay this weekend. The one thing that I really have noticed, uh, Green Bay has kind of been home now to the state championship, and they do a tremendous job there. One thing that we got to tell all of you, if you're not from the Green Bay area, maybe this is their first time visit, you got to head over to Kroll's West. It's a stone throw away from uh, the Resch Center and just an awesome burger. They put a big, huge dab of butter on top of your burger and there's not much else. And then don't forget to get yourself some cheese curds. These are the really more important things that we want to talk about here on WISP Preps. But uh, they really just do a fantastic job over there for uh, the state tournament. So we'll certainly be out there and we'll uh, be posting and, and getting some cool stuff as far as culture, but also a little bit on the games. All right, we switch our attention over to the boys. Obviously, a tremendous tournament still going. Give us a couple of teams. Yeah, some cool things that I was fortunate we were at Chiacton for Chiacton and Crivets Friday night. Crivets really outplayed Chiacton, truthfully, for the first uh, probably 30 minutes of that game. And in the second half, Chiacton really took over and ended up winning by 12. But um, Crivets played very, very well from the M&O. And then Saturday night, we went up to, I was up at Wasaki watching Wasaki and Gibraltar play in a regional final. And Wasaki's first regional final in five years that they won um, 79 to 70 there were 50 fouls called there were 28 in the first half and it felt like there were about even more than that in the first half um, so a little bit of longer game but great atmosphere up in Wasaki and we're kind of going through the d5 ringer here we're going to be up in Elko on Thursday for Wasaki against Wabino the two played in the regular season and Wasaki won by five uh, and then Saturday, we're likely going to Pulaski for uh, the Division Five Sectional 2 final. But a couple things that really stood out for me for this past weekend. Um, in Sectional 1 in Division 4, the bottom half of my bracket is absolutely blown up. You got a 4 seed in Onalaska Luther playing a 7 seed Aquinas in the Sectional Semi on Thursday. So... Aquinas plays in the Mississippi Valley with Onalaska, Lacrosse Central. Toma had a very good year. Aquinas went one and eleven in the Missouri Valley Conference. They went on the road and beat Regis Friday night, and then went on the road again and beat Fall Creek. Two really good programs in the state of Wisconsin on the western side. And as a treat, now we get two games on Wednesday. So if you're out and about. There are two games, two sectional games on Wednesday because um, the Wrightstown women and the Aquinas women are both playing at state. So for a Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday night, sorry, we have Luther and Aquinas, which will be played at Arcadia. And then Wednesday night as well, Xavier and Wrightstown will be played at Brilliant. Uh, we did have an undefeated go down over the weekend. 
Um, Milwaukee King as a four seed in the loaded sectional two of Division One. They dropped a hard-fought contest to Brookfield East, and now uh, Brookfield East plays Brookfield Central. Obviously, we love small schools. Uh, Northwood, the Northwood Evergreens, were a six seed that advanced to sectionals. They went on the road and beat Hurley by two points Friday and then went on the road and beat Mellon by two points on Saturday. And they get a luck team now Thursday night up in Hayward, who is absolutely rolling. They beat Birchwood 94-48 to in a regional final. So really looking forward to, to seeing those storylines play out. Uh, Elko has a brand new gym since they redid their school. Really looking forward to getting up there and seeing uh, seeing them host a sectional game like they did for the girls last weekend. So a couple of uh, players we always like to hear about, uh, maybe uh, some that we don't know about. Yeah, um, from Pittsville, this this upcoming Thursday, they went on the road and beat fellow CWC foe Ullman Bancroft. Matthew Kissner was recently named uh, co-conference player of the year today. He's averaging 27 a game. He can he can fill it up. He's been filling it up for three years now. They play Rib Lake uh, at DC Everest on Thursday. And then, uh, oh man, Carter Lomas, we've mentioned from Wazika Steuben. They have a big game against Potosi. They're trying to get over the hump. Um, potentially looking at a banger in Wazika Steuben. Uh, sectional final at Onalaska. And then if you're in the lacrosse area and you want to show up to a game at, you know, one, two in the afternoon, lacrosse central and Onalaska part three, uh, could be Johnny Davis's last high school game. That game did get moved to UW lacrosse, Mitchell hall today. Uh, they're expecting an obviously probably record crowd for a sectional game. Truthfully, that, uh, was not going to be able to be feasible at lacrosse Logan. So, Looking forward to seeing how many people are there for that one. And uh, yeah. Perfect. So we don't just focus on basketball around here. Uh, we know that there's a lot of WISP preps people who follow other sports. If you didn't know, the 50th annual state girls gymnastics tournament happened. And wow, pretty incredible. It happens um, in the central part of the state. So there are actually two divisions and in D2 team state, Mount Horeb beats out and actually just edges out Whitefish Bay for the team tournament with 143 points. So congratulations, D2 uh, operation there. D1, uh, D1, wow. Uh, this team really put on a show, uh, but really uh, only uh, one by two, and that is Hartford Union over Wilmot. Union. So catch this next year if you can. That's the state Wisconsin gymnastics tournament, two divisions. Also, we cannot forget about team wrestling state. This happens in the historic field house, three divisions. And how this works is basically you have multiple duels. So you have two teams that are going against each other. If they beat that team, then they go on to play another one. Uh, there are four teams in Division Three. Coleman comes out on top for a team state championship, 27-26 to 26 over Fenimore. In Division Two. again, four teams. We had Wrightstown. Boy, did they have a Saturday. Their boys and girls also basketball won, and Wrightstown wins the Division Two state wrestling tournament, 38-19 over Gale Trempolo. 
Don't forget about Division One. Here, eight teams show up. And in this particular case, Stoughton came away with a hard-fought team state wrestling championship, 32-30 to over McWanago. So there are other, obviously, tournaments that are going on. And we try to keep this podcast somewhat short, 20 minutes, uh, is where we're at. But we definitely wanted to give some recognition to some great athletes, student athletes in girls wrestling and in Excuse me, I just said that wrong, didn't I? Uh (laughs) In girls' gymnastics and in wrestling. All right, we're about ready to wrap it up. We are so excited for those people that have started to follow us. Uh, Can't thank you enough. Um, We are going to start up our Snapchat takeovers. We have a few baseball teams that are interested. You got to DM us at Twitter, Wispreps, or on Instagram, Wispreps. We actually allow you to take over our Snapchat. And if you followed us in the fall, it was pretty much a hit. What was one of your favorite teams that took over our Wisp Preps Snapchat? Um, I really liked Kettle Moraines. Hartford was also really good. I just like seeing the weight rooms and seeing kids get excited about, I don't know, getting filmed of them lifting weights and stuff like that. And Yeah, uh, K- uh, Kettle Moraine kind of went off the... Went off the charts on that. Yeah. Um, it was kind of cool. We had uh, Kimberly Volleyball take over, and they ended up winning. Notre the, Dame Volleyball. The, yep. Well. They went, Kimberly uh, Boys Volleyball ended up winning the state championship, and, you know, we kind of think it's because they took over our Snapchat, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cool that we've been able to make some connections with uh, some teams, um, specifically the Wrightstown girls basketball team. Um, they are headed to state now. Lake Mills girls back basketball, we've... Uh, we've been in contact with them a little bit. They made it to state too. So seeing those two teams play each other at state will be fun. But uh, we're really interested in in getting to know all the teams we can. And so if you, you got some interesting story for us or anything that you'd like uh, WISP prep followers to know about, we'd, we'd love to interact with you because we are, uh, we're here for the fans and for the teams and for the players. And just remember, we know there's uh, bigger operations out there than us. We're really focused on people. We're focused on community. We're focused on gyms. We love gyms, don't we? Mm -hmm. Uh, We love fields. We love uniforms, concession stands. I know we raided uh, when we went up to uh, Wittenberg. We raided their hot dogs. Uh, We just really like everything that goes with Wisp Preps. And so if you have anything and you'd like to contact us, just please get a hold of us on all the all the social media platforms. So we finish our wonderful podcast with the nickname game. This is something where we say what the high school is. No Googling, of course. And we would really like for you to guess what their mascot is. So and their nickname, of course. So we're going to go with this week. Monticello High School. So the Monticello High School blank is what we're looking for. Hit us up on any of the social media platforms. You got something? And if you'd like to go see in person, they are playing in a boys sectional semifinal against Randolph, which is expected to be a really, really good game at Edgewood Thursday night. So you can go uh, find out in person and tell us. And we certainly uh, have really appreciated some of the people who have added us um, on Twitter. So we see those things. We're just, again, a couple of guys having fun, talking about sports and uh, the people that go with it. So for 
Brock. And for Clay, thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you at a game sometime soon. There you have it, Wisp Prep fans. There is a ton of action going on. We love talking sports, meeting folks. Don't forget, if you find yourself in a Snapchat and you want to take over our Snapchat, you got to DM us, Twitter, Instagram, get yourself a date, and then you'll be taking over our Instagram. See you next time.